Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is the Charity Stripe on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. Six million, though. We're back and we're live, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Put your free throws because they're free. Fisher, Tosopolis, Snacks, Kreider. And if you heard Toss echoing a little bit at the beginning, we were talking about Lionel Messi and his impact on the social media status of Inter-Miami. Uh, I saw a tweet actually today. Who's more popular, Messi or Beyonce? And I want to throw out the distinction that, uh, Nick, by judging by your face, I think you're with me that it's not even close. Um, Or it's close for you. You know, I'm starting to think about it a little bit. I think it's closer than we expect, but I'm going Beyonce. Whoa. Whoa. What? You think Matt? You think okay? Hold up. Okay, that's fine. You know what? Uh, let's look it up. I I think, <laughs> I think we know how you feel, Josh. No, I I'm just shocked that Nick feels that way. I mean, you okay? Messi has. I'll pull it up. We I, we got it here, guys. We're a little we're a little we're a little streamer boys now. We could pull it up on the screen. Messi has Messi has more followers on IG. Yes. But how many Facebook likes does he have? Mm, he's got 469 though. Not only does he have more followers, he has like a great number. He also, unlike Beyonce, follows people back on Instagram. Yeah, the Beyonce 290s kind of nice. Z- Beyonce has zero followers. Of course, like neither of these people are actually running their Instagram. I think it's important to note that they have people that do that for them uh, and come up with the posts and she doesn't even follow she doesn't even follow Jay-Z. That's so gangster. It would be pretty cool if she only followed Jay Z. Who's more Who's more popular, Jay Z or Beyonce? Beyonce. Okay, I think. Yeah. Okay, we're cool. I think we're straight. I'm gonna I'm gonna right go now. Messi, Beyonce, Jay Z. I think in this country, though, that Beyonce is more popular. I agree with that statement. Do you I think, think Jay Z is more popular? I don't Messi? think I don't think my mom knows who Lionel Messi is, but she definitely knows who Beyonce is. Text her right now. No. Okay. I'm curious. I, I've your mom might know who Messi is. She doesn't. She's. A, I don't. She's, I, she's I, I think my mom's probably in the same boat. I don't know if she knows who Messi is, but she went and saw Taylor Swift in concert with my sister and some of my cousins, and she said she's a good performer, but she's not Beyonce. So she my did mom, say that. <laughs> yeah, she, your mom definitely knows who Beyonce is. She wow. definitely knows who Beyonce is. I'll, I'm gonna find out. Let's see if Jill knows. I don't know. I'm gonna. I, I want to give Jill credit for because you know, she she's around kids all day. So if, they, Jill, you know, if Jill didn't know who Messi was, I feel like that would make John upset. Yeah, I won't. I won't tell. She's around American kids all day, though. Yeah. Well, American kids are gonna care about Messi pretty soon here. Pretty soon, the MLS. Do you know, do you know who Messi is? Uh, by the way, I the. So the offerings from the um, the Saudi team was started at 1.2, then it went to 1.5. The the final offer was 1.6. All three of those after he had already verbally said he was going to enter Miami. 
So just they they threw another mill in there, and he said no. Just a cool mill, just another cool cool mill. hundred mill, hundred mill. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah right, right. <laughs> they just threw a, a a cool David Schwimmer net worth in there. The uh, that they just tossed it in. So yes, just just know David Schwimmer's net worth of the top of your your head. Dome. Uh, I actually did. I think was it well, Alex? You were, you were quizzing me on some. Yeah, some uh, net worths. Net worths. Just is he is he a hundred million dollar guy? Yeah, friends, pretty much friends alone too. Wait, was was LeBlanc the the lowest of those? Yeah, maybe Matthew. I mean, we we only got to we did LeBlanc. Well, we're not talking about what what did what was Perry's before he spent it on a lot of different things. Yeah, I don't necessarily know. Also, Perry's these net, these these Google net worths are never right. accurate. But, but via Google, I would imagine that Perry's was more than LeBlanc's because he did more movies. Like Perry had a nice little stint of of doing you know seventeen again, obviously. Um, Name another. That was like a comeback for him. I feel like <laughs> a yeah. whole nine yards, a whole ten yards. The one that he did with Bruce Willis. Come on, dude. What, what are you talking about? I'm not just gonna he, say that just to say that he's been in movies. Okay. I, I, I look. I usually buy, I I have your back a hundred percent. His is the lowest with uh 80 mil nick you haven't seen friends correct what i thought you said you hadn't i've seen episodes of friends it's not oh, like i've never never seen it no okay, i've never I, I haven't watched the entire show no but okay. i've seen probably how many episodes are in friends i think there's like 12 two, seasons and two, there's like 20 two, in each episode or something 200 so like 240 200 okay so i've probably seen 50 okay Respect, my bad. I thought you had. I thought be previously. I just finished it. That's why I was quizzing Alex on it the other day, and I was. It was remarkable to me that David Schwimmer has like really only been in that. Not like only only been in that because he did the OJ thing with. He did the OJ thing, and he was great. Right. He played Kim Kardashian's dad. Awesome. He also plays himself on Entourage. Yeah, but that's. A... Hey, no, I don't think any other Friends uh, actor is featured on that show. So, and he's a he's a real jerk on that show. Which is apparently uh, how he is in real life, uh, but I would love to meet him and uh, and, and test that. Here. I've been his waiter. I've been his, I've been his waiter Happy before. Of- yeah, super nice he, guy. How many of the other friends crew were you waiters for? That's it. Okay. I mean, obviously, you didn't. We didn't get that. You, no one for you, right, Nick? He was at the bar one day at John and Benny's. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, I don't think any of the friends people know. Yeah. A lot taller than I thought. Um. I'm sure. I'm sure they have dined in at the restaurant that we worked at. That we yeah, just I, I, Courtney Cox has definitely been there. Yeah, I feel like that. I'm sure. uh, yeah, she hers has got to be. So it's probably it's Aniston then Courtney. Like Kudrow, maybe. Kudrow has a lot of voiceover. Ooh, that's true. She's and she's bounced around in in some TV, some other TV shows as well. And obviously, she's an easy A. Uh, obviously, <laughs> obviously the the. Hers is yeah. No, it goes. The girls are the three highest. That's correct. The girls are the three highest, followed by Schumer, followed by LeBlanc, followed by Maddie Perry. LeBlanc did other TV shows too. Uh, speaking of TV shows, one of wait, our favorite. Wait, yeah. Hold on though. Okay. Are there how many people cameoed in that show that have higher net worths than the forecast? Oh, a lot. Reese Weatherspoon, Brad Pitt, Rudd. Uh, is is Rudd worth Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd put in sixteen episodes. Does that yeah. even count as a cameo? No, but I just meant like characters. I cameo is the wrong word. Other Tom, characters that Tom were Selleck. Tom Selleck. Yep. 
You there think Selleck's a- net worth is higher than Aniston's? No way. Oh my God. We were watching the show. We were okay. So we were watching, you guys are going to freak it. We were watching the, Sam and I were watching the show and Sean Penn comes on screen. Cause he plays like Lisa Kudrow, like Phoebe's sister's fiance for like a couple episodes. Yep. I was like, Oh my God, Sean Penn. She goes, you know who that is? I go, yeah. Like, <laughs> what? Like, she's like, <laughs> she's like, I'm like, who is that to you? Like, when you look at that actor, like, who is that to you? She goes, oh, like, this is Phoebe's sister. This is Ursula's fiance. I go, oh, my God. Like, Mystic River, like, Milk. <laughs> like, she goes, I mean, Milk is on, like, I could get that. Like, Mystic River, that was a classic. Like, I'm like, you don't know who you've never seen Fast, Fast Times. Times. And she goes, no. I'm like, yeah. Spicoli, bro. John, John Favreau, definitely higher net worth. Yeah. Mm. Good call. 100%. 100%. Well, not higher net worth, but shout out to Giovanni Rabisi who plays Phoebe's yeah. sister or Phoebe's brother in that. Film. Yeah, he killed Giovanni. Very he's, tout. He's so good. Underrated. Heavily Is he the underrated. most underrated actor in Hollywood? No. <laughs> Probably not. Probably. Yeah. Not. Anna, okay. Anna Ferris is in it. Yeah. She's, she gives birth, you know, not she, to spoil, but she's a brother. Bruce Willis is in it. Kills it in it. Bruce Willis actually dominates in it. Bruce Willis. Man, there's yeah. some names. Oh, dude. Yeah. There's like, it's a who's who of like, of, uh, of major people. Bruce Willis is dope in it. You would Reese like Reese Witherspoon, Gary Oldman, Gary Al- Oldman, dude, Alec Gary, Baldwin. but okay. Gary Oldman and Alec Baldwin are his naked man, right? Al- who does a naked man? Uh, I think he's a random guy, right? Oh no, that's, that's the wrong, that's the wrong show. Right? Yeah. I no, think no, 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 no. The naked man is. Is it How I Met Your Mother? No, yeah, I my... thought the naked man is in Friends. Or who's the one where the neighbor's right above them that is always super, super loud? That's Seinfeld, maybe? Yeah, I think it's. I think the naked man is. It's How I Met Your Mother, I think. Is How I Met Your Mother when, like, that's like a, like a, like a technique they do. Like, like Barney does it, like. When you, you come in the room and you're just part naked. of the part of the yeah, playbook, yeah, yeah, that he has. yeah, part of the yeah. part of the playbook. What's Alex Baldwin's thing? He he also dude, he, dated Phoebe, right? He dated Phoebe, but I, I don't know if you have seen the episode. If you haven't, go watch it. It is one of, I was crying, laughing, crying, laughing. He's so positive. He's like just overtly positive. He's like, it's amazing to be here with you guys oh. on this night. Like, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was like, that. and yeah, it's, Sam was like, oh, that reminds me of you. I'm like, okay, relax. I'm not like that at all. Well, um, another like classic character in that show, Elliot Gould, who's mm-hmm. Ross and Rachel's dad, or not yeah. Ross and Rachel, Ross and, and uh, Monica's he, dad. He's also unbelievable. In that, yeah, he's he's Chris he's Chris Isaac, the uh, artist, isn't it? Who's that? Chris Isaac. What did he make? Uh, his most famous song is "Wicked Games," but he's like oh. a guitarist and songwriter. I know who that is. "Wicked Games" is a good is a good song. I mean, Sing it, Josh. Uh, yep, that's it. Something like that. Well, uh, and of course, Jim Craig. Who's that? The actor's name is escaping me, but he plays. Doesn't he play tag? Eddie, Eddie Cahill. Eddie Cahill played tag. Is that his name? Yeah, he is good. He was in it for a lot. We could just do this all day. Danny DeVito, Jeff Goldman. Have you sorry, seen Jeff Goldblum? Have you Jennifer seen Danny Coolidge? Danny, have you seen Danny DeVito's what he does in the show? No. 
Oh my god. Danny DeVito, he actually might be the funniest cameo. Gabrielle Union, she definitely has a higher net worth because of D-Wade. And like commercials he, and products, though. Does he crawl out of a couch? Then I don't care. If it's, if Danny DeVito doesn't crawl out of a couch... Go watch. Go watch. They pay the go watch. Pool. Go watch. It's like really... What Danny DeVito does in that show is hysterical. Charlie like, Sheen. He does literally every single day is hysterical. Danny I mean, yeah. is the best. He's the best. He's great. He's he's all time. Uh, speaking of all time, uh, one of the all time Vikings running backs. It's time to talk about sports, boys. Uh, we could talk about TV in in a shekel. Dalvin Cook will be hitting the open market. Uh, he'll be traded. He'll be let go by tomorrow uh, if, if they can't find a trade partner, which I'm anticipating is the case. Considering the Cardinals couldn't find a trade partner for DeAndre Hopkins, I'd imagine no one's going to be giving anything up for Dalvin Cook and rather just waiting for the Vikings to release him and someone else to sign him. So, before we get, first of all, serious fantasy implications for Alexander Madison. I guess he's the one taking over the backfields in Minnesota. I've seen a lot of people like already coming out and saying, fade where the ADP will end up for him, which I'm. I, I think that's just because he, we haven't seen him do it. I mean, we've seen him be the starter enough. And we have you ever been blown away by Alexander Madison? No. I yeah. Think the general consensus on him was they had one of the better backups in the NFL. No. Like they had a good backup. He was a reliable back serviceable. Thank you. That's probably the best word to describe it. Uh, but they're going through a lot of changes. Honestly, Daniel Hunter is probably going to be traded is, is the rumor around, uh, which he's their best pass rusher. It's a very interesting time in Minnesota right now. I think they they obviously might be gearing up to allocate a lot of their money to their superstar wide receiver, a guy we discussed. If things don't go right in Minnesota, he could be on his way out as well. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's Justin Jefferson. So for me, I think Dalvin Cook, they cut him. I think Miami makes the most sense. I mean, I don't really see Chargers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have to trade for Derrick Henry. I mean, it depends what he wants, right? Like, does Miami make the most sense if he wants to win one of these guys? Why? Why? I'm I'm kind of I was out on Miami last year. If two is healthy, it's a major if. So let's just play that game. If he is healthy, I'm not talking about make the playoffs. So I'm talking about win a Super Bowl. I think they can win the Super Bowl. Yeah, but how many teams realistically need a running back right now, or could use his services and? Are ready to win a Super Bowl right now? Runner or, or a him away? Okay, a him away. Oh, I like that. Nice, Nick. I don't, I actually, you should coin that. I don't think I've. I legitimately don't think I've heard that. Uh, okay, let me let me run through them. What do y'all think? And we heard from our boy. Shout out Adam Lazar White. He texted us a list of teams this morning. I'm just gonna okay. throw some out there. Ravens. Do they need him? Would that? What does that do for the Ravens? Adds um, another wrinkle to their offense, and yeah. their running backs always get hurt. So, I've he's gonna get used. Couldn't I mean, help. Couldn't hurt. I mean, yeah. Uh, joining his brother in Buffalo, toss you poo pooed that, but change your I, heart. It, it wasn't. I, I like the idea of it, but they're currently spending eleven mil on four different running backs. They just signed Damian Harris. I think James Cook is the the back for the future for this team. Um, and while they are brothers, and that would be an awesome story for them to be on the same team, I don't necessarily think they need him. Okay. Uh, Chargers. And they made that... and the and the trade with Naeem Hines was a mistake, and they're paying that guy too much. Does that elevate the Chargers past Kansas City for you guys? I don't know if past Kansas City, but it definitely makes us a whole lot better. Do you think I, you can win the Super Bowl this year? 
as it stands. I don't I don't want to like even answer that question because it's just I feel like I can win it every year. <laughs> and okay, so you just say yes. Don't be like don't be like a you, you win, if you think you can win the Super Bowl, you say you can win the Super Bowl. I can win the Super Bowl. Okay, there you go. Nice. Good. That's a good, good positive outlook. Do you think Dalvin Cook like takes you from like this nervous like I don't want to say it, but I could say it to like okay, I really think I could say it? No. <laughs> okay. I still I still think it's the Chargers, and you're always going to be nervous about it, no matter how good of a team they they field. Fair. Very and fair. As as long as you're in the same division as the Chiefs, as long as you're in the NFL with is. the Chiefs, honestly. Yeah. Doesn't matter what division you're in. Um, but the AFC, but the AFC specifically. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Sure. I think, that's, I think that's where my mom just texts me back. I go, do you know who Messi is? She goes, yes, a soccer player. Why? Fast, uh, <laughs> fast awesome. the test. Yeah. All right, I'm going to text my mom now. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, you're up next. Uh, my mom's flying back from Cabo, so we won't get a text back. Hey, she may have heard that it made Messi back in, uh, in Cabo. Uh, um, okay. I don't think he's going to the – who in the NFC could he go to? Uh, the Bucks, maybe. Um, you don't You don't think the Cowboys are viable? I think that's the most viable, but I think if you put it on a list of viables, I think Ravens are more viable. I think the um, – I think Patriots are interesting. I think Dolphins are way more viable. I think the Chargers are more viable. I think the Broncos are more viable. What about the Panthers? The Thurs? They signed Miles Sanders, so no. Right? Maybe. No, I would say no. I mean, Chuba I would say no. Miles, probably not. Saints are pretty set with Williams and Kamara. Well, does, I mean, it all depends set. on like what, what kind of money he's looking for. Does he want does he want the biggest bag he can possibly get, or does he yes. want to compete for a Super Bowl? Okay. I, well then Well, I think he's Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, if you're going to the Cowboys, if you're going to the Chargers, if you're going to the Chiefs, you're taking a pay cut. Like, you are. Yeah. I mean, if you're getting released, you're taking a pay cut regardless. Exactly. So you're taking so a pay cut if you're go going to Chase Miami or in Denver. I, yeah, but, you, but, but they can reach and would reach in a way that I think those other three teams that I just listed would not. You think, okay, let's say he goes to the Cowboys. Let's say they replace Zeke with Dalvin Cook. A, he's the C, first of all, he's the starting running back over Tony Pollard, correct? There wasn't a starting running back last year. I don't, I don't see why there has to be a starting running back this okay. year. Just, it's a split he, backfield. It's a split uh, backfield. Uh, yeah. And a guy well, who's coming, I'll, I'll give, he's probably taking more carries because Tony's coming back from that, that injury. So maybe let's rank, let's rank Dalvin Cook destinations and let's keep in mind contender. Let's keep in mind need and let's keep in mind, uh, I guess monetary value of where he'd want to go to win the, you know, win a Super Bowl. So, what's the number one destination in your guys' eyes? Number one, maybe the Chargers. You, you get to live in Los Angeles. Um, you get to be on a competitive team with a really balanced offense, and the bulk of the of the run game isn't solely on your shoulders because you have Eckler, really good spell back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they need each other. Mm. I just don't know if the money is right there, though, because okay. eventually they're gonna have to pay their wide receivers, and they might well, even cut one of the wide receivers. I can't imagine they're gonna. I can't imagine anyone's gonna be signing him for a lengthy multi-year deal. Could be a one-year deal. 
I would go Chargers. I, I'm convinced in the Cowboys toss. I could go Cowboys too. Just of need Super Bowl fit. I, I do think Broncos. Yeah, with Javonta Williams coming back from injury. I think the Broncos are a sneaky third team. And then I, I think if Miami gets him, great. I know they've been linked to him the most. But we like Devin Ochin a lot. And I think I, the kid out of AM, I think that's a really good player for their for their system. I like the idea of Miami. I think he would go in there. He could still be the number one guy. There would be no questions about that. He would get a lot of opportunity. He would be heading somewhere south, so the weather is a lot better than it is in Minnesota, although they do play in the um, in, a, in a closed stadium. He would get to play his brother twice during the <laughs> season. That's cool. No, I mean, that's, okay. that's cool. That is cool. But I don't think that fits Mc, McDaniel. I don't think that fits what he wants to do. It certainly doesn't fit what the 49ers have done in past. And that was the team that he was brought up with in, in regards to how do you manage your roster to best become a Super Bowl contender? And and I'm adding in that, like attaching that Dalvin Cook would want a, a, a relatively large contract, right? I, it's just, it's not where you spend when you want to be a Super Bowl contending team. It's not. No, I, 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 okay. I, I agree. I, I would not be paying him. I think we're looking at a lot of the contenders, uh, but Nick brought up the Panthers. Well, I don't think that's a fit. If he's looking for the biggest contract possible, you know, he's going to have like, let's see here. Cap available. NFL. I will say um, I did get in because there was I, Jake Ellenbogen and, uh, and Cam Lynch, another believe show off the edge. They were talking, uh, they've been doing their like rankings throughout the off season on just positional players. And they didn't have Dalvin cook in their top 10. Um, do you agree or disagree with that? I disagree. I think he's still a top 10 running back in the NFL. Yeah. Wait, you're, you're saying top 10 position players or top 10 running backs? Well, they've been, they've been kind of bouncing, you know, they did their wide receivers, their top 10 wide receivers. They did their top 10 tight ends in their top 10 running backs. Neither of them had Dalvin cook. And I think that that is incorrect. Uh, Cause uh, I think he's a top 10 running back in the NFL. My so let's do it. Let's list them real quickly. What do you guys think? Well, uh, here's here. Let me just, this is, you know, as injured as he's been, he's been a top 10 rusher for the last five years. In the last four years, he's been a top six rusher. Like the guy has actually been healthier than, than you'd think. And he's incredibly productive. Now he was less efficient last year. He was, he was the, he had the worst efficiency of his career last year. Um, But I also, it's not like that, that offense had a lot of different flavors. It was kind of. Dalvin Cook or Justin Jefferson? You let know. me run it. Let me run it to you guys. Is he yeah. better than everybody on the Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, and Jets? Brees Hall. Mm. Yeah, I think. Can we get, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can we got to give the nod to the guy that is healthy and playing. Yeah, right. I love Brees Hall, but yeah, I got to give that nod to him. Is he better than J.K. Dobbins? Yes. Yes. Joe Mixon. Yes. Yes. Najee Harris. Yes. Nick Chubb. No. No. Okay, so that's one guy ahead of him. Uh, is he better than? Uh, I I hesitated on Najee, but I will give Dalvin the edge there. Let's I'm just listen. Okay, I, I'm Nick, just going. Yeah, I, I think it's Nick Chubb, time. Chubb, Derrick Henry, Kamara. No, sorry, not Kamara. Uh, McCaffrey. Yes, McCaffrey. Yes, Derrick Henry. Bar- that's three. Barkley. Saquon. Yep. It's four. Do we say Aaron Jones? Ye. See Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. 
Okay, wait. So who do we have so far? I've kind of lost track. Just to re- McCaffrey. Yes. Derrick yeah. Henry. Nick Chubb. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Maybe Aaron Jones. Well, ta- let's table Aaron Jones for a hot sec. But okay. okay. Guys that we're 100% certain of first. Okay. Guys that were like 100, 100% certain. Are we saying Eckler? No, I'm not, I'm not 100. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I love Eckler. Awesome dude. Unbelievable talent, but running back, no. He wouldn't be your running back can, number can we, one. Can we see Bijan, Bijan already? No. <laughs> no, but like maybe. Or like no. Uh I would Etienne. I mean I, need to need to see more. Yeah. Okay. I'm so high, like, obviously very high on him, but so like, yeah, I'm, I'm high Walker, on Brees, Brees Hall and Ken Ken Walker and Etienne. I'm high on all those. Damien okay, I'm high on all those guys. I just like I need to see more. Yeah, I mean, so Henry, Taylor, Saquon, CMC, like those, that's it. Josh Jacobs. And Josh Jacobs. So five guys ahead of him that, so he's like a sixth or seventh running back in the NFL. Pretty handily, actually. So you're getting a top seven guy. I mean, yeah, Dalvin Cook to me, dude, like I, I, like, I'm so anti breaking the bank for a running back, but he is a guy with really serious breakaway speed. Uh, you know, he's, what do you do? Yards, yards per carry yards per game. Last year he was at 69, a little low yards per an attempt. That was 4.4 super solid. Uh, he's, he's very solid in the receiving games. Got, you know, he played 17 games last year. Yeah. Like that's impressive. 13, 14 the year before 14 the year before like this guy. Yeah. I know we've seen, there's been times where you have that last, I, last five years. He was top 10 in rushing. You have to be on the field to do that. Like he's actually been more healthy than we think. I agree. He's 27. I'm actually, and, kinda... and he had the shoulder surgery. So he will be coming. He played the entire season last year with a bum shoulder. He'll be coming in fully healthy in a way that he hasn't been. Uh, previous to that. And I know that's something like he's coming back from an injury, obviously. So there might be some, some hesitancies and, you know, he'll have to probably boost that confidence, but I actually feel like he's healthier than he has been for the last two years. So I, yeah. I feel good about that. Here's a team I want to throw at you guys. Very dark horse, but Browns. Like we've seen what they can do with a healthy Kareem hunt and a healthy Nick Chubb in that dual, in that dual backfield. Does uh, Kareem hunt sign anywhere yet? No, he's available. No. He's I heard available. a lot. I, I've been seeing some rumors already just of the floating of him being a spell guy for Madison in Minnesota. You know what? I think uh, I think you guys are neck and neck on the running back game that we played a little few months ago with, uh, <laughs> with uh, free agents. And, All right. Yeah. And I don't know. If, I don't know if neck and neck is the right. I feel like it's like you guys are ankle tight. to ankle. Like we're just we suck. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. It's not tough to predict. Well, you guys want a little recap? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, I just want to throw out really quickly while I have this up, though. Patriots, Browns are teams uh, that I'm watching that we haven't listed really yet as as viable options for our man Dalvin Cook. I think both those teams can really use him, and I think especially Stefanski, who's familiar with you know with Dalvin Cook, former offensive coordinator from Minnesota. I think the Cleveland's a team to watch out for. I like that. So a little, little recap here. So uh, we played a fun game. We like playing this when free agency happens. Um, where will the top running backs land? And uh, we made it a competition. And whoever gets the most correct gets a T-shirt jersey. Mm. And so as it stands right now, you guys both got Saquon Barkley, right? 
going back home to the Giants. Both got David Montgomery wrong. Both got Tony Pollard right, staying with the Cowboys. Both got Miles Sanders wrong. Both got Josh Jacobs right, staying with the Raiders. Uh, Kareem Hunt is the last one that's that's not been picked correctly. Uh, Damian Harris, both wrong. Jamal Williams, both wrong. Uh, Deonta Foreman, both wrong. Bijan Robinson, both wrong. Jameer Gibbs, both wrong. So last one's Kareem Hunt. Josh, you have the Chargers. Toss, you have the Dolphins. So those are both, I think, in the mix because Chargers and Dolphins haven't addressed their issues yet. So we'll see where Dalvin lands. We'll see where Zeke lands. We'll see where uh, Kareem Hunt lands. You guys want to add these two to the mix to to try to spice it up because literally just comes down this one guy. Uh, who who do you who else do you want to add? Dalvin Cook and who? Zeke. Zeke. Okay. Uh, Toss. You could go first on Zeke, and I'll follow up. I think. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott will be playing for the Cowboys once again next this coming season. Okay. Uh, I'll just for the sake of the game. I don't disagree necessarily. I'm gonna go Cool Joe. Back to back to Ohio. Nice. I like that. That's not a bad pick. I think Joe Mixon's another guy we could see, by the way. Yeah. Send yeah. We'll, we'll have to see if uh, if he actually hits the block or not. The block. Uh, okay. Dal- what about Dalvin? Um, he's just been linked to Miami too much. I'm gonna go Miami. Florida State. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it. I'm going to. I'm gonna say the. the I'm gonna say the Bills. We're brothers. That'd be sick. As I think about it, and obviously I listed out like how much money they're already spending on running backs. Man, this team is going to catch a lot of flack if they do not make the AFC Championship, if they don't exist in this season, this upcoming season, as a true contender. And I think they're going to get desperate. I think we could see them start to get pretty desperate with this squad. I don't think they're going to make the AFC Championship. I know. I, I don't either. I'm just saying like the expectations for what this team has is supposed to have been for the last two years has be, is becoming very real and becoming talked about as a prevalent storyline in, in the AFC. He's not a top five quarterback to me. They are not a top three team, maybe not even a top five team in the AFC to me. Yeah, as I mean, far I think, as like I think, the Von, I think the Von Miller injury really hurt them last year. Yeah, I mean, he was the anchor of that defense, and it's a lot of money committed to him too. Right. I would take the I would take Burrow over him as a quarterback, and the Bengals. I would take Mahomes obviously, and the Chiefs. I would not be surprised if Trevor Lawrence jumped him this year. Quite frankly, as a quarterback, I him and Herbert are neck and neck for me, and I would not be surprised if Herbert took that next step. What about Jalen Hurts? Yeah, he went to the Super. He just went to the Super Bowl. It was unbelievable. Yeah. If he didn't get hurt this year, he would have had a shot at the MVP. Agreed. Yeah. So that's where we're at. I, and one guy that we haven't mentioned yet, one team we haven't mentioned yet, if they're fully healthy and he's, I mean, if he's fully healthy and they're, they're ready to rock every time that he goes down there in first in the AFC. The Ravens. So Ravens. Let's True. go. 
Let's uh, let's go with some NBA. Uh, the Nuggets. I almost said the Magic because what Joker did last night was magical. Uh, they're the first duo in NBA history to have a two thirty point triple doubles. I said in our amp show, I'm like, uh, I said in our amp show, I'm like, look, let these guys score 30, 35, but just make sure nobody else scores. Christian Brown came out and was absolutely dominant. Uh, he he was an electric piece off the bench, and then Aaron Gordon like did his thing and like you know. Jokic and Murray continuously found each other in that game and you could have let, but I will say it's not like they put up a boatload of points as a team. Like Miami, like by and large did what they had to do defensively to stop Denver. They they didn't put up a lot, dude. They pulled away in the third quarter, but they didn't, they didn't finish with a lot of points. And my, I know like Jokic and Murray stat lines are ridiculous. I know again, 30 is a lot of points. But that was my my point. My plan was contingent on Miami showing up, and Bam had a tough day from the field. Rebounded well, but a, Bam was good. He was Bam good. Was, he was good. But did he not finish the game seven of twenty one? I mean, he was aggressive. He scored more. He scored more than the nineteen points that we were talking about with his over under. I'm not saying he didn't, but I'm just saying on uh, uh, what cost. I, I thought he had a good game. I don't think he's the reason why they lost that game. I'm not saying the reason. I'm not saying he's the reason they lost. I'm saying he his, he wasn't uber hyper efficient. He was great from the line, but seven of twenty one from the field is not unbelievable. No, it's not. It's not good. Struess and Vincent going a combined three of seventeen. I mean the 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 glaring issue was to me that the other guys from Miami didn't step up, and what really really did not help them was that. Gabe Vincent got into foul trouble early. 21 points per game that they missed because he wasn't out on the court. Not to say he was going to score 21 again, but that shooting and his offense that he brings, especially not having Harrow in this game, they really needed Tyler Harrow in this game. Because when a guy goes down like that, I mean, Lowry stepped up nice and played well, but you didn't get what you needed from Struess, Robinson, and, and the rest of those guys. Caleb Martin had you know his best game of the, the finals. But it still, I, I don't think, did he have nine points? Him and yeah. Lowry and D-Rob had nine off. They, did, they had combined 27 off the bench, but they all shot well. Like, yeah, Vincent got into foul trouble, early, got into foul trouble, but he still compiled 30-plus minutes. He still put up 10 shots and went two of 10. Like, he, yeah, he got he was in foul trouble and out of rhythm, but his shot was bad last night, and that hurt. That hurts Miami. That's, you're right. That's 21 points per game in the first two games that you're missing. Yeah, I mean, you're – Pretty much taking away probably an automatic 15 points out of Tyler Hero, at least, right? Yeah. I mean, you would like to say 20 20 points points per game in the regular season. So, like, yeah, postseason, you could dumb it down a little bit, but Hero is is sorely missed. And if if they have Hero, though, for game four, like, they're in a position where I think they could get game four and it's 2 2 going back to Denver. Like, this was not like a lost cause game for me. I'd like to see selfishly i wish it was a bit closer like the third quarter was like kind of like i texted you i was like sheesh dude like i was like well yeah also also say this like a lot of those shots that duncan robinson made that kyle lowry made were chip away shots they weren't like in the context of a five-point game where they're hitting a three now to be down two it was they're down 18 and he hits a three to make it 15 like it, it's all about, I mean, like the stats are great, but it all it, it's all about when these shots are being made and when they're being missed. And for me, when Gabe Vincent gets into foul trouble, a lot of those minutes that he that he um, ended up racking up were in the fourth quarter when the game was already pretty much out of reach. He They needed him in the second quarter and in the beginning of the third quarter when he got into foul trouble, 
where they needed to close that gap so that they could be within 8.6 points in the fourth quarter to actually make this thing a real game. And unfortunately, they don't have the luxury of missing Oladipo, missing Harrow. Of um, They don't have the luxury of depth where they actually they, they can just pull to a guy like Christian Braun and Jeff Green and Reggie Jackson, who even got minutes in this game, and have them run for 8 to 10 minutes. Like They just don't have as many guys on their roster right now because of the injuries. Um, and yeah, like you're going to take the best player in the world and Jamal Murray, who he's at least a top 35 player in the NBA, especially in the playoffs, probably a top 25 player, maybe even higher than that versus Jimmy and Bam. Like you just, you're always going to take the, the top guy out of those four. Um, when you're looking at duo versus duo. So it's the other guys on the heat that have to really step up. We, we saw when they scored 111 points, they won the game in game two. They have to score and put pressure on this Nuggets defense, um, which I still don't think like was that great. I still don't feel as, as poorly as the Heat shot. It didn't really feel like it was a result of the Nuggets defending them incredibly well. I thought they defended fine, um, but the Heat are still getting open looks. The Heat are, the heat are still creating good quality shots. They just didn't hit them this game. Yeah, and, and I think having Hero, having Hero out there is, even if he's not 100%, Having him out there as a threat is going to help, even is going to open up shots more for other guys. But I think you're right. Like these guys are getting their looks. Like it's no shake on Spo. He's getting him in the right spots, and the offense is moving quite nicely. They just got to hit their. They just got to hit the buckets. It's yeah, a very. I, they're a very streaky team. They have been all playoffs. It's on the offensive side. Yeah, defensively, they're always there. Always pretty there. men, honestly. I mean, again, like I don't think like like the Nuggets put up points, but it's not like they put up 120. Right, one fifteen. Like we've seen other teams put that up against the Heat. Like the Heat played pretty well defensively, by and large. And I'm, I'm with you. I think Bam had a good game. He wasn't the reason lost. I just would have loved to see him go. I would have loved to see him go eleven for twenty one. Yeah, instead. I mean, or, I, or seven I, of seventeen. Like I think they got to mix things up defensively on Murray because look, you, you're going to get twenty five plus from Jokic and probably like eight to twelve assists, and of course he's going to dominate the glass, and he did it to in another degree in this game. I think he had like eight rebounds in the first quarter or something like that. But most of the time when Jamal Murray scores 25 points plus the nuggets win. So you have to focus your efforts on, on mitigating him, whatever that means. I'd actually like to see them, you know, not put Jimmy Butler on him the entire game. Cause I feel like at this point, Jimmy is, he's exhausted, man. He's, he's worn down. He's played, uh, Oh, just a heck of a, a, a playoffs um, from each individual series, but he needs some support. Um, and some of that I think comes on the defensive side. So if Martin can guard Murray for some of the next game, even if Struess can, I, I don't know. Lowry, like, you throw Lowry at him a little bit. You throw Lowry at him, get it, get into him a bit. Um, I mean, Jamal Murray's just really talented. He's going to shoot over the top of Lowry. And when he gets any sort of space, he's just such a good shooter. Um, but Tough, tough for the Heat if they go down 3-1 here. I think the gentleman's sweep that a lot of people were predicting seems pretty imminent. So they really, really need this game coming up here in game four. It's a must win. Uh, That's what you predicted too. Toss of that? Yeah, I mean, we said that uh, they were going to lose game three and then win game four. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just yesterday. Yeah. Um, All right, let me throw a couple of things at you. Chris Paul fake waved. False reports. Flaved. Flaved. Flavo. So he could be waived. 
re-signed, restructured, traded. There's a lot that goes on. What? But all that being said, there there will be shakeups in Phoenix. Quite frankly, honestly, if it's me, like he's not. And the, another report came out that they're going to explore DeAndre Ayton trades. That would be shakeup number one priority on my list. I would be calling Indiana back, begging them to be like, hey, like. What's up with uh, Miles Turner and Buddy Heald? Are they uh, they still available? Can we figure something out? Yeah, I also saw on the opposite side of that that Vogel is excited about using DeAndre Aiden as a core piece on his defense. Think about who Frank Vogel has had, though, on his teams that have competed in the Eastern Conference and in the West. Yeah, who have Anthony Davis and Roy Hibbert. He's always had a big that can protect the paint and be your defensive anchor. So I actually wouldn't be averse to them holding on to Aiden and seeing what Vogel can get out of him. There was obviously a contentious relationship between him and Monty Williams. And you'd hope that like not liking your coach as much as you should uh, or want to like that, it that it shouldn't determine how you play on the court, but this could have been a situation where it did. So I, um, I mean, if they can, if they can waive Chris Paul and then re-sign him to a veterans minimum, that is the ideal situation. But if they end up waving him and he goes elsewhere and what was predicted yesterday actually comes to fruition, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. And you allocate that money to different guys and bolster the depth around Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Devin Booker can run your offense. He has shown that he can do that. And I'd like to see more from him. And I think there's another level that that guy can get to Kevin. And then when he's out, Kevin Durant can run your offense as well. Mm-hmm. So I, if Chris Paul is going to take up that much money and he's going to not be healthy for the majority of the season and you have a glaring depth issue, to me, it's obvious that like, that's what needs to be taken care of first. Okay. I still do. I disagree with the notion that I see your point about Hibbert and Davis. I disagree in the sense that Davis and Hibbert were way better defenders coming into their relationship with Vogel than Aiton is. Like I mean, Davis I, don't, is you, defensive... don't you think that Roy Hibbert was developed in the Pacer system? So it was kind of them coming up together. Yeah, but I think he was drafted. We was thinking 17th or something like that. He was drafted as like a, a, a more of a defensive stalwart type player than Aiton is. It, well, but didn't Aiton like didn't wasn't Aiton top five in blocks in college basketball? I don't that I don't know off the top of my head. Maybe like I'd I imagine surpri- I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying look his defensive. His defensive capabilities are there. His offensive capabilities are there. We've been sitting here for a long time now and being like DeAndre Aiden has not taken that next step, but he's a player that has all the tools to do so. But he hasn't. So for me, if I'm Frank Vogel, like I know I need a surefied defensive guy. You're right. Like he's had AD, he's had Hibbert, and those teams have been unbelievably successful. He's won with the Lakers. And quite frankly, like had he not taken Hibbert out in game one or two against the Heat. Remember when LeBron in, right. yeah, inbounds it and the play I call back all the time is one of the dumbest, one of the dumbest things I've seen from a coach in basketball. Anyway, who is, who is a smart coach to begin with? One of the dumber things of a smart person. I think that going after a guy like Miles Turner and an eight and swap, Aiton was already connected to Indiana last year. I think that's advantageous. I think Miles Turner is a way more active defender. I think he's also another guy who can be unlocked offensively. Uh, I think he's more of a mature veteran than DeAndre Ayton, and he's servicing a place where he's ready to win now. And I think Indiana is between a rock and a hard place. They have Halbert, and they have Matherin. 
Duarte kind of fumbled the bag a little bit this year, but we'll see how he comes back in year three. He is a bit older. I think Heald's and Turner for eight and, and picks, whatever Phoenix has left to give up, is a fair deal. And I think that yeah. it benefits benefits every party, players included, involved. I don't know. The one question mark I would say is, if I'm the Pacers, am I getting enough draft capital, and do I believe in DeAndre Ayton enough to trade <laughs> Miles Turner for him, who we just signed to a longer contract? Part of that could have been to make him more tradable. Um, but I am with you that if you can get healed and Turner, um, I like that for the Suns. It, it covers the depth piece. It covers the shooting. But a healed as a, a guy to play in, alongside Devin Booker and Kevin Durant is awesome, right? He's one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA. I just, I'm with you. I, I think, I, I also think like they brought in Vogel to kind of be a fixer here, to fix what was wrong um, and to add in that, veteran coaching presence that you can't get from many other coaches that were available. A guy that's won a ring before a guy that has shown that he can manage big egos and big personalities, coaching LeBron, coaching Paul George, coaching Anthony Davis, coaching in LA and winning, um, even though it was in the bubble. So Counts as much as anything. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see it was more that like, I think that Vogel probably believes that he has he has that ability as a coach to get the best out of Aiden. And if it's not Miles Turner, I don't really know what other big you can bring in there that's going to give you the same offering. I agree. But this is what Phoenix... Oh, you want to ask what Phoenix can play with. This is what they can play with. So outgoing right now, they have all these picks to Brooklyn. 23, 25. So this year, uh, in two years, and 27 in the NBA, we know that you can't. And 29. Wow. Sorry. And the right to swap in 28. You can't do consecutive years, as we know, in basketball, but you could supplement that with pick swaps. So they can trade a second rounder this year, maybe two second round picks, and then pick swaps in 24 and 26. And then I think that's a fair trade. I think that's a fair trade. Like, I'm not stoked if I'm Indiana, but also if I'm Indiana, I'm looking at the team I have right now. And I'm like, okay, I could, I'd rather bank on DeAndre Ayton developing into what he was supposed to be with the first overall pick than riding Heald out, who we know who that is, and riding Turner out, we know who that is. Even though I yeah, think they're both, I, I think they're both think excellent that, players. I think realistically, the coach in Indiana could very well just say, nah, I don't want that guy. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with him. That's true. But not worth a, my time. He's a championship coach. Um, I do want to comment quickly before we get into it. I'm sure you could see in the back end. I have uh, the Reds scoreboard pulled up as we are on Araya's watch. It's at 4:03 now, Nick. If you could, if I'm correct, yeah. And Ellie De La Cruz watch officially. We're watching a lot of individuals in baseball, which is the exact where you want to be instead of watching the commissioner, which we were two years ago. I do want to bring up Zion Williamson. Uh, what? Like, what are you? Is it is it a big deal? Like, do we? I, I'm I'm actually bummed we care about. This. I'm bummed that the narrative of Zion Williamson this year was him spitting in a porn star's mouth rather than playing basketball. It it wasn't until it was though. That's oh yeah exactly. It wasn't until it was. But if we look I'd rather, Zion, I'd rather that be the narrative than like people talking about my weight. I mean, I think that girl is just looking for attention. To be completely honest, so 100%. yeah, I mean, there that's a thousand percent 
But all that being said, like that's what the we're going to look at the 2023 season, 2022, 2023 season, and that's going to be Zion Williamson's narrative, not the Pels doing well in the playoffs. Not like we took, we, I threw out on our TikTok. Uh, it was an older clip, but I thought it was still viable yesterday. Like with the biggest, because I think a lot of them still stood the test of time, like the biggest what ifs of the NBA season, Nick asked us. And Toss, you said, if what if Kyrie and Katie stay with the Nets? And I said, what if Zion didn't get hurt? Zion was fully healthy. They, they could have contended with the Nuggets. Contended with the Nuggets. They would have been the best option to take down the Nuggets, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. Uh, Ellie De La Cruz. Home runs, triple, 456. Unbelievable. 118 miles at the ballpark, 112 double. He's Today, I have it up. That's why uh, you guys can see it here. If you can look at his stats, the Dodgers, sorry, Nick, are beating up on the Reds. But if we look here, De La Cruz, who's not at the Revolve. Sorry, I don't know what that is a thing for. Uh, Ellie De La Cruz, uh, one for one today. He's raised his batting average to 500 or maintained it there. And he also has a stolen base. To me, the guy is flashing absolute wheels. He's a true five-tool player. He's got a cannon of an arm at third. McLean is a, is a call-up for the Reds, too. At short, and he's got a can of an arm at third. And I want to throw this out there. And this is maybe me stealing a bit from the farm to the show. Throw it out there. Gotta go, gotta go though. But throw okay. it out real quickly. I think the Reds could win the division. Disagree. See you guys later. All right, later, Nick. I think they could win the division. They could. Uh, yeah, certainly. Let's like we're, break. We're play. out. We're out on the, the cards making the comeback. Well, let me throw this at you, dude. I think. I think I think I think everybody can win the division outside the Cubs. Cubs. You like what the Brewers are doing? The okay, the the, the Reds are five back. I yeah, think pir- the Pirates are sliding a little bit here. They've lost two in a row. Let's see if they can turn things around. I just look the Reds and the Pirates have very young rosters. And you're banking on them playing not only they're all they're both talented, but you're banking on them playing very mature baseball. And I think when it comes down to it in the last two months, that's when a team like the Brewers, a team like the Cardinals can really take advantage of, you know, of their experience in ways that the that the Reds and the Pirates cannot. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't disagree. I think I'm with you. The Cardinals and the Brewers can take advantage. You have a guy like McLean. It's going to keep it up. 348 is ridiculous. That'll drop. But he's, as of right now, their shortstop. L.A.D. La Cruz, the phenom, the next man up, the supposed you know prince that was promised for Cincinnati. He's in the bigs, and he's off to a rocket start. I'm sure he'll not be hitting 500 come August. Uh, but to me, you have a true and tried second baseman, a top 10 second baseman in the league in Jonathan India. I think Spencer Steer is a really young, is a young player rookie player who's not getting a lot of discussion. He's off to an awesome start playing first base for them. He'll slow up a little bit, uh, but another nice bat in the lineup It's in Va- until Votto gets back. And then we have a controversy. Uh, Jake Fraley, you know exactly what you're getting with this guy. Uh, double digit steals. He's a guy that can move a good outfielder. So the lineup isn't superstar studded, but it's nice and it's young and it, and it scroll plays. down a little bit. I just want to see their, uh, who was, um, I can't even read it really well, but who is the TJ Friedel? Who is the rookie that uh, hit the walk off yesterday? Uh, what's his face? Benson. Benson, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, they've got some young guys on this team that are really, really promising. I, the Reds, uh, their their Twitter account posted something, and it was like not knowing which of their their rookies to pick as rookie of the year because they just have that much talent, and and you know, obviously Ellie is kind of the the face of it. But yeah, I, well, is he is the face of it? But this guy Hunter Green is two seconds away from putting it all together. Two seconds yeah. away from putting it all together. Lodolo is another. All the Grant uh, Ashcraft isn't doing it for me. I think they obviously they have some serious pitching woes. Uh, Lodolo is a guy that's been hurt. A guy I liked to start the year. He had a couple rough outings, but his look. If you look at his K's per nine inning, like he has the stuff. It's just he has to put it together. But Alexi Diaz, who's brother of Edwin Diaz, seventeen K's per nine innings. He's mowing guys down. Uh, he, he's had an unbelievable year, and they're the rest of their bullpen like. They're striking guys out like, you know, Alex Young is, is, is been solid. He's not been unbelievable, but he's been a solid piece. Like Lucas Sims has been like somewhat decent, right? Like the, his ERA isn't like that desirable for a bullpen player, but he's been solid. And then Alexi Diaz, we're talking about a top 10 closer in baseball. And, and on any given night, we're talking about a top five guy. So I, I that's to me yeah. like Lucas Sims is uh he's my closer in my MLB, the show franchise. Many to get a new closer, dude. Uh, well, he turned he's turned out to be quite a good player in 2024. Yeah, he's turned out to be quite good. Oh, <laughs> well, guys develop in different ways. He and I mean, he's really good actually in that game, but it's not, you know, it's it's, it's different than real life, obviously. That that it is. But different. I also have uh, uh, Duvall. Why is Camille Duvall not closing? He's my setup man because he's not as good as Lucas Sims in in my game. The way that the guys have gotten better, Duvall is not as good. Well, on our best of belief show, the wake and rate guys. But I uh, also have Cam Jack too. He just is fun. He just throws hard. I, he's one. Of, he's another yeah guy that I get I, in there in the seventh or eighth sometimes. I don't want to do this now because we're going to do it on our best of believe because wake and rake has graced us with another awesome uh, graphic of top ten closers, and I want to break that down. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. So we're going to use that on our Duvall best of believe. Was show. was he a top five guy? Should be. He was. I think he was, yeah. Camille Duvall, uh, Diaz, Hader. We'll get into it, but those guys all well deservedly should be towards the top, challenging Class A, who's uh, the top of the class, no pun intended. Love it, love, love it. it. All right, free throws, hit them. We'll see you guys next time. Charity stripe, uh, yeah, how come? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.